Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast and radio program that runs Monday through Saturday. My name's Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasov, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can find a link to the reading plan from our website at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com and in the show notes on your favorite podcast app. This podcast is recorded from Zoom, where we do our live streams daily at 10 a.m. Pacific. Details can be found in the show notes as well as our website. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain, and as such, these programs are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't do that, you can still hit that share button on your podcast app. Share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your X feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes and the website, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. This is Sherry Atanasov, and I will be doing the reading the one-year Bible today by myself again. Bryce had surgery yesterday. It was successful, and I believe he's going to be coming home today. So praise the Lord. Today, we will be reading October 7th, which is day 280. We are going to be starting out in Jeremiah chapter 8. So if you would like to get turned there, I will pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for this time in your word. I thank you, Lord, that you are the creator of the universe, Lord, that you are mighty and powerful and holy and perfect, yet you still love us and you chose us as your beloved children. And I just pray, Lord, as we read your word today, that you would be glorified, that we would have understanding into who you are, what you have for us, your kingdom, Lord, and how to reach more people for your name and glory. Thank you that the surgery went well and that Bryce will be coming home today. Lord, I pray that you would allow him to rest and not do too much, and that you will comfort Julie as she takes care of her beloved husband. And I just thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Jeremiah chapter 8, verse 8. How do you say, we are wise, and Yahweh's law is with us? But behold, the false pen of the scribes has made that a lie. The wise men are disappointed, they are dismayed and trapped. Behold, they have rejected Yahweh's word. What kind of wisdom is in them? Therefore I will give their wives to others, and their fields to those who will possess them. For everyone from the least even to the greatest is given to covetousness. From the prophet even to the priest, everyone deals falsely. They have healed the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? No, they were not at all ashamed. They couldn't blush. Therefore, they will fall among those who fall. In the time of their visitation, they will be cast down, says Yahweh. I will utterly consume them, says Yahweh. No grapes will be on the vine, no figs on the fig tree, and the leaf will fade. The things that I have given them will pass away from them. Why do we sit still? Assemble yourselves. Let's enter into the fortified cities, and let's be silent there. For Yahweh our God has put us to silence and given us poisoned water to drink because we have sinned against Yahweh. We looked for peace, but no good came, and for a time of healing, and behold, dismay, the snorting of his horses is heard from Dan. The whole land trembles at the sound of the neighing of his strong ones, for they have come and have devoured the land and all that is in it, the city and those who dwell therein. For, behold, I will send serpents, adders among you, which will not be charmed, and they will bite you, says Yahweh. Oh, that I could come 
comfort myself against sorrow. My heart is faint within me. Behold, the voice of the cry of the daughter of my people from a land that is very far off. Isn't Yahweh in Zion? Isn't her king in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their engraved images and with foreign idols? The harvest is past, the summer has ended, and we are not saved. For the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. I mourn. Dismay has taken hold of me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then isn't the health of the daughter of my people recovered? Now we are moving into Jeremiah chapter 9, starting in verse 1. Oh, that my head were waters, and my eyes a spring of tears, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. Oh, that I had in the wilderness a lodging place of wayfaring men, that I might leave my people and go from them, for they are all adulterers, an assembly of treacherous men. They bend their tongue as their bow for falsehood. They have grown strong in the land, but not for truth, for they proceed from evil to evil, and they don't know me, says Yahweh. Everyone beware of his neighbor and don't trust in any brother, for every brother will utterly supplant, and every neighbor will go around like a slanderer. Friends deceive each other and will not speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. They weary themselves committing iniquity. Your habitation is in the middle of deceit. Through deceit, they refuse to know me, says Yahweh. Therefore, Yahweh of armies says, Behold, I will melt them and test them. For how should I deal with the daughter of my people? Their tongue is a deadly arrow. It speaks deceit. One speaks peaceably to his neighbor with his mouth, but in his heart he waits to ambush him. Shouldn't I punish them for these things, says Yahweh? Shouldn't my soul be avenged on a nation? such as this, I will weep and wail for the mountains and lament for the pastures of the wilderness because they are burned up so that no one passes through. Men can't hear the voice of the livestock. Both the birds of the sky and the animals have fled. They are gone. I will make Jerusalem heaps, a dwelling place of jackals. I will make the cities of Judah a desolation without inhabitant. Who is wise enough to understand this? Who is he to whom the mouth of Yahweh has spoken that he may declare it? Why has the land perished and burned up like a wilderness so that no one passes through. Yahweh says, Because they have forsaken my law, which I set before them, and have not obeyed my voice or walked in my ways, but have walked after the stubbornness of their own heart and after the Baals, which their fathers taught them. Therefore, Yahweh of armies, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will feed them, even this people, with wormwood and give them poisoned water to drink. I will scatter them also among the nations." whom neither they nor their fathers have known. I will send the sword after them until I have consumed them. Yahweh of armies says, Consider and call for the mourning women that they may come. Send for the skillful women that they may come. Let them make haste and take up a wailing for us, that our eyes may run down with tears and our eyelids gush out with waters. For a voice of wailing is heard out of Zion. How we are ruined! We are greatly confounded, because we have forsaken the land, because they have cast down our dwellings. Yet hear Yahweh's word, you women. Let your ear receive the word of his mouth. Teach your daughters wailing. Everyone teach her neighbor a lamentation. For death has come up into our windows. It has entered into our palaces to cut off the children from outside and the young men from the streets. Speak, Yahweh says. The dead bodies of men will fall as dung on the open field and as the handful after the harvester. No one will gather them. Yahweh says, don't let the wise man glory in his wisdom 
wisdom. Don't let the mighty man glory in his might. Don't let the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories glory in this, that he has understanding and knows me, that I am Yahweh who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For I delight in these things, says Yahweh. Behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will punish all those who are circumcised only in their flesh. Egypt, Judah, Edom, the children of Ammon, Moab, and all who have the corners of their hair cut off, who dwell in the wilderness, for all the nations are uncircumcised, and all the house of Israel are uncircumcised in heart. Now we are going into the New Testament. We are going into Colossians chapter 3, and we are starting in verse 1. If then you were raised together with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated on the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things that are above, not on the things that are on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, our life, is revealed, then you will also be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, your members which are on the earth, sexual immorality, uncleanness, depraved passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For these things' sake, the wrath of God comes on the children of disobedience. You also once walked in those when you lived in them, but now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and shameful speaking out of your mouth. Don't lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his doings, and put on the new man who is being renewed in knowledge after the image of his creator, where there can't be Greek and Jew, circumcision and uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bondservant, or free person, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, a heart of compassion, kindness, lowliness, humility, and perseverance, bearing with one another and forgiving each other. If any man has a complaint against any, even as Christ forgave you, so you also do. Above all these things, walk in love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Whatever you do, in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now we are going back into the Old Testament. We are in Psalms 78, starting in verse 32. For all this they still sinned, and didn't believe in his wondrous works. Therefore he consumed their days in vanity, and their years in terror. When he killed them, then they inquired after him. They returned and sought God earnestly. They remembered that God was their rock, the Most High God, their Redeemer. But they flattered him with their mouth, and lied to him with their tongue. For their heart was not right with him, neither were they faithful in his covenant. But he, being merciful, forgave iniquity, and didn't destroy them. Yes, many times he turned his anger away and didn't stir up all his wrath. He remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passes away and doesn't come again. How often they rebelled against him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. They turned again and tempted God and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They didn't remember his hand, nor the day when he redeemed them from the adversary. How he set his signs in Egypt, his wonders in the field of Zoan. He turned the rivers into blood and their streams so that they could not drink. He sent among them swarms of flies 
flies which devoured them, and frogs which destroyed them. He also gave their increase to the caterpillar, and their labor to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail, their sycamore fig trees with frost. He also gave over their livestock to the hail, and their flocks to hot thunderbolts. He threw on them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, indignation, and trouble, and a band of angels of evil. He made a path for his anger. He didn't spare their soul from death, but gave their life over to the pestilence, and struck all the firstborn of Egypt, the chief of their strength, and the tents of Ham. But he led out his own people like sheep, and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. He led them safely, so that they weren't afraid. But the sea overwhelmed their enemies. He brought them to the border of his sanctuary, to this mountain, which his right hand had taken. He also drove out the nations before them, allotted them for an inheritance by line, and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. We will be finishing up in Proverbs 24, verse 27. Prepare your work outside and get your fields ready. Afterwards, build your house. Thank you, Lord, for this word. Thank you, Lord, that you allow us to do this every day, Lord God. I just pray that your word would not return void, that it would imprint itself on the minds and hearts of other people who would desire to know you and more about you, Lord God. And I just thank you, Lord, for your greatness, for your mercy, for your loving kindness on us, a lowly people who don't deserve your grace, Lord, but you give it to us anyway because you love us. And I just thank you, Lord. And I just pray that this would go forth, Lord, and it would um, conquer over evil and when more people to your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for joining us. And please remember that all our resources can be found on our social media page at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye.